0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 376 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have good neighbors Stephen and Danielle Dyer. Now, their company is Chartreuse Craft Cocktail Lounge. Guys, how are you doing?
1: Great. It's wonderful. It's Friday.
0: Thanks for having us. (laughs) Well you know I'm actually I'm cracking up. I don't know if our listeners noticed during the opening. I'm thinking how like coincidental this is. It's a Friday afternoon and we're both in that mode of hey, you know, I could just kick back right now with a nice cocktail and and chill and we're interviewing the masters in craft cocktails. So, this is great. So, what we're going to talk about guys is your new business uh, worth thrill, so again, little background here for our listeners i I met Danielle and Stephen uh, a few nights ago actually at a grand opening of of one of our clients diane Therese's, uh one year anniversary and Stephen was providing the beverages and uh, I'll tell you stephen i have i I've been talking about the drink that you prepared for me. Every day this week, (laughs) and I will, and and I'm thinking, I said, actually, Barbara and I were just saying uh, yesterday, oh, it's too bad those guys, the place isn't open this weekend. We would definitely be there. So (laughs) (laughs) So I've teased our audience enough at this point. Guys, share with us Chartreuse Craft Cocktail Lounge. Tell us about it.
1: So it is, uh, the Craft Cocktail Lounge, it's a a high-end kind of take off of classic cocktails. So we'll have all of the classics, and then it's a fun mix. The bartenders get to be creative, have fun with it, and it's all done with high quality uh, liquors, liqueurs, and other ingredients. And we're gonna be here in downtown Bonita, off of Old 41, and the cool part about it is, we are going to have a 1930s vibe to the place. So it's gonna be very lounge, kinda high end, but also, be fitting for anybody that wants to come in. So if you come in after a fundraiser and want somewhere to go and you're in a gown, you'll fit in. Or if you come in after the farmer's market and just want a drink, you'll fit in as well. So we're kind of going to have a cool a vibe in that sense.
0: Wow. I love it. I love it. And Steven, tell us a little bit about, I mean, your background. I mean, how did you create such an awesome drink the other day and, and how did this all come together?
2: <laughs> spider. Um, you know, this all started as a dream of Danielle's uh, many years ago. We traveled out with work and we went to some great craft cocktail lounge up in South Carolina. I think the first one we went to is called Gin Joint. It's been around for quite some time. And we got to know the bartenders, ask a few questions about the cocktails that they were making. Um, what I served up the other night was really just something. It was a classic. So we did a rye or bourbon Old fashioned um, in standard way. Uh, We just use a high quality vermouths, good bourbon, uh, good rye, and the Negroni, which is a classic gin cocktail. Um, A lot of folks have never had one. I think the Manhattans or the uh, Old Fashions are a little bit more well known than the Negroni. So we just figured that it was nice to do something different instead of a craft cocktail, just something a little different, classic.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. And, and I know our listeners will, and certainly the residents in Southwest Florida. They, they, I, I don't know. As soon as you told me about the concept and I, I got to, you know, taste uh, the drink, I, I said, man, I can see people traveling from all over Southwest Florida just to, you know, try, you know, experience it. I guess it's, experience is, is the better word because I think it's truly going to be an experience. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the part that I fell in love with back in Charleston was the experience of it, you know, not just getting and going and getting your two for one margarita, um, you know, watching them make it, it was an art form. It was really neat. And it's, yeah. it, you know, took a normal of just going to the bar to drink into a really fun time without, you know, we love going dancing and live music. We love all that stuff, but it was just really cool to have the entertainment behind the bar.
0: Wow, yeah, Well, so you experienced this in a, in a few other locations, but, you know, making that leap from, Hey, this seems like a good idea to actually really doing it. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, that decision-making process.
1: Yeah. So really um, it's just been something I've always wanted to do since I was 18 and uh, I got into the home health business at 18 um, and have been in that ever since and still in it. And we, we, Peggy and I bought a building for the home health company in downtown Benita in 2016. Loved it. It was such a success coming down here. We saw the growth in downtown Benita, and I just kept telling Steve and Peggy that this is it. This is where we need to do it. I think it needs to be craft. They thought I was crazy because of everything else that we were doing. (laughs) Um, So I just kept putting it out there and I told my aunt, who's my real estate agent, to, you know, keep her ears open for a building down here just in case. And it fell into our lap. So that kind of was the catalyst of going, mm. well, now we have the building, so let's put a bar in it. So <laughs> uh,
0: It just seems so natural the way you yeah. tell. It was it
1: was. They might not, but I felt like
0: happened? <laughs> <it> wow. <was. laughs> <laughs> well, and then the, uh, the last piece about, you know, what I, Understood. The other night was you're actually the the bar itself is going to be quite an attraction, right?
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, being period correct uh, for this area in the 30s, there really what uh, say so there really wasn't a speakeasy. A lot of folks think it's going to be a speakeasy, but down in Southwest Florida, there was not a speakeasy. We learned that in Benita, during Prohibition, there was a bar here, but you know, it really wasn't regulated.
1: Police were too far away.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was swamp land. You did whatever you want down here. But the concept is, if you were coming down from, say, Chicago up up New York area, and you want to go on the Southwest Ford in that time period, what to expect if you were going to find a high-end, classy craft cocktail lounge? That's kind of what we're going for.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Using a lot of the elements that we would find in the area, like old oak. Old-growth oak trees, if I can say that a couple times. Yeah. Um, doing a box beam ceiling, uh, Tiffany-style lighting.
0: Just a really beautiful atmosphere for people to yeah. relax. And you're importing that wood from Pennsylvania, right? That oak wood?
2: Yeah. We, um, the reason we're doing the oak uh, for the bar tops, a rather large live-edge oak top, is we have a, about a 450-year-old oak tree in the back of the building, which is going to be great once it's lit up. We'll have a shotgun deck in the back of the building for people to enjoy the outside atmosphere. Wow. And that oak tree will really, the oak bar will really tie in with the oak tree. But it did come out of Pennsylvania. It's really hard to find something that large um, yeah. down here in this area to be worked with. So um, the fellow locally who's doing the bar top found the lumber up there. You're having to mill down and sent down to us. So it'll be in the works. It's really going to be a highlight of the inside of the building.
0: Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing. That's awesome. So how about when it comes to myths in your industry you know the craft cocktail world what if any come to mind
1: so one of the things we were thinking about with this question is that um the hangovers that come with with alcohol and and alcohol is the same and all alcohol will cause the hangover and and yes i mean your liver has to process alcohol so there is a, a component to that but one of the reasons even other than the entertainment side is that I fell in love with it is after three cocktails and and hanging out the next day I didn't have a hangover, mm-hmm. and in looking into it I realized it's because of the high quality liquor, the high quality liqueurs, and then also the high quality syrups and stuff they put in it. They don't put sweet and sour mix that's a powder that has yellow number I don't know, seven in it, you know, and there's not all these yeah. extra sugars added to it. Um, and a lot of them are spirit-forward, so they're just not adding a ton of syrups or things like that to it that um, doesn't give your liver more to process. So the hangover, actually, in the craft and/or classic cocktail world, in my opinion, is a lot less because hmm. it's a higher quality. And a lot of people think, no, 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 alcohol is alcohol, but it's really not. It's different.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Wow. How about when you guys? aren't working, and there's a lot of working going on, certainly getting a business open on top of running an existing business, but, you know, maybe years ago when you had free time, what were you guys doing for fun?
1: You know, honestly, we're, really, we're really blessed that even in running this business and opening, we still get free time. We have fun. Like a couple weekends ago, we went to the Swamp Buggy Races. That was a lot of fun. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, that was fun. We,
1: we have a Jeep yeah. Scrambler that we just take out for drives. Uh, we have our puppies. We have a boat we get on, especially when family comes into town. We get on it a little bit more from Ohio. Mm-hmm. They come in and want to get on that. But um, I don't know. We, we still have a good amount of time. We, like, we love Florida. So anything that's really outdoors, yeah. southwest Florida, beach, water, uh, trails. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, absolutely. We, and we love to work as well. I know that's kind of a weird thing for people to say, but it's it's fun. This bar is not only a job, but it's actually a hobby, it's, it's fun to create and build and get everything else. There's a lot going on that we have. Yeah. Life is just fun. Life is what you make it.
1: It is. Yeah. And I think the other thing is we love to do is, is philanthropy and, and fundraising, which is another part of where the idea of staying open a little later. So a lot of the bars down here in Southwest Florida close around nine, nine 30. We will be staying open later, even during the week for, for the people like us Our you know, uh, of people, I'm not even going to say an age, cause it's not even that, um, Yep. But who do go to a fundraiser and it ends at 10 and they still want to go out and have a good time, maybe have another drink on their way home, whatever, um, dance, listen to music, we'll be open. And that's what we love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, after a fundraiser, we always had to just go home in our gowns and had no Yeah. Just when the
0: fun started, right? It's like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's over. <laughs> uh, that's great. How about from a, a hardship or a life challenge point of view, you know, looking back at what comes to mind a time where you were really struggling, uh, but you made it through and now you say, Hey, as tough as it was, I'm better for it. I'm stronger.
1: Yeah, Every week. No, (laughs) you know, honestly though, I think it's on how you handle stuff, but I mean, my whole life has been challenges from when I was living in a car to, to graduating and and all the things. Um, So I really feel like um, it happens on a weekly, monthly, sometimes all in a week basis. And, And it's just on how you take it. COVID obviously was a huge hit to everybody. And that was something that was completely out of all of our control. Um, But I think we handled it well. And we're just, my theory in life is always to find the silver lining, even in the horrible things, there's gotta be a lesson that'll be learned. Um, And so we just constantly look at it that way. So even if it is a big hurdle or battle, it doesn't last long. And we're always looking to how it's gonna change us for the good, I guess.
0: True entrepreneurial attitude, there, Danielle. I'll tell you, that's great. That's and that's how we, you know, the best way to get through life, right? We know the the challenges are coming, you know, what we think is going to happen the more the odds are not in our favor that it actually will. It's going to play out sometimes for the better, right? But you know, it's just like you're ready, right? And make the most of it. The old make lemonade out of lemons or make craft cocktails out there of you
2: it. There
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Chartreuse Craft Cocktail Lounge? What would it be?
2: Um, I was thinking about that earlier. Uh, I think maybe it would be that the craft cocktail scene is not really portrayed to one age group. Um, Classics were back in the days, but every, you know, people drank at a younger age, that's what was available back in the days. The craft cocktail scene is not for a certain group of people. It's for all ages and it's not a hoity toity thing. It's, it's a, it's a great way to go have a good, tasty cocktail. That is outside of your, what you're used to, and our, a good bartender will know that. Um, one of the things we're doing is offering on the menu of a, a spirit list. Um, a mixer list, what you like, and you can talk to the bartender and they can make something off the cup of what you may enjoy. And you know, sometimes that's going to be a classic cocktail you didn't even know existed, which is fantastic. Yeah. So I think that the major misconception, or we want people to really understand, is that you can come into our bar with not knowing anything about a craft cocktail. Or a classic cocktail. You might just want a beer, but we're going to offer you a, a spectacular beer that might be different than what you're used it might to. might be a
1: local, a local brewery mm-hmm. company that you haven't tried yet, you know, and, and replace it right. with Miller Lite or, or that. And and then, yeah, to add on to that, I think it's um, a lot of people come in and they're intimidated. Mm-hmm. If they see yeah. the cocktail list and they don't know what Campari is or mm-hmm. they don't know what Fernet is. And I was too when I first started, you know, so which is why we're going to build this to where they can kind of pick from categories and talk with our bartenders and create what they think they would like and if they don't like it. We'll try again, you know, and have fun yeah. with it. It's supposed to be fun, not necessarily intimidating to where you have to know you know all about these spirits because there's a lot i mean we don't even we're we're still learning and we're six years into this so it's still uh, a lot. our bartenders come in and say something we're like can you repeat that
0: yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh that is great boy it's a whole nother world that really uh, uh is exciting and it's great to hear you know because that was one of the the thoughts i had you know wow if i hadn't met you guys and i was just just listening to this and gone I wouldn't even know where to begin you know and so it would be intimidating walking in but you know the fact that you're going to give direction and and uh you know help a guy like me who doesn't get out much say charlie this is the perfect drink for you (laughs) try this out right yeah yeah Yeah. terrific so i know our listeners want to learn more uh how can they get a hold of you where can they find you
1: so right now um we're on facebook uh chartreuse craft cocktail lounge we will be on instagram as soon as i figure that out and (laughs) we uh our website is uh chartreuselounge.com and um i mean come stop by we're under construction right now but if you see cars out there most likely we're in there he's in there you know in dirt building and making things happen and we're really really trying to open by the end of march at least have our soft opening you know as long as licensing and all the things Go according to plan, as we talked about. Um, so we're yeah. hoping to have that that announcement and like most of it will be on social media at this point. Um, okay. so we'll be announcing that grand opening and things like that on there.
2: We will be adding uh, progress photos and things like that to the website. I believe it is, it's time to, rest to get people a little more interested and see actually the bar is going kind of do what to expect. And if people don't do the Facebook thing to hear about it uh, locally, just pop in and, and see what we're all about. We think think... Uh, and the number
1: on the website right now on Facebook is my cell phone. So if they call, they'll, they'll get me directly and we'll gladly talk to them about it and answer any questions.
0: Terrific. Terrific. Well, guys, really appreciate it. it a lot of fun. Uh, I wish we were doing this in person so I could sneak a drink in. But, you know, next time. And I uh, wish you the absolute best. I know you'll 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 be seeing Barb and myself uh, uh, in the, I guess, weeks to come. Right. It's basically March at this point. So, uh, yeah. Looking forward uh, to it. Yeah,
1: thanks for having us on. This is a really neat uh, podcast you have here and introducing all the neighbors. I can't wait to follow it now. So I'm
0: excited. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.